Hi, I'm Rebecca Renner. This is Summer Reading. Today, our critics are nine-year-old twins who are competitive readers. Now, of the many books that they've read, they've chosen today to talk about Seekers and the Warrior series, I Will Always Write Back, and Upside Down Magic. Every episode, grade schoolers rate and review their favorite books. On our first episode, we talked about how reading can create conversation with your children. But on this one, you're going to see how reading can help shape a child's worldview. I'm telling you, these kids are smarter than me. And some of the books have socioeconomical issues, environmental, global, negotiating peace and struggle. And by the end, you will understand why I think these two should run for co-presidents of the world. My guests today are nine-year-old twins, Satchel and Silas, who are competitive readers. Now, if competition isn't enough, they sort of have a battle of the arts. Satchel has loved art from the womb, and from what she tells me, her desk is so covered in drawings and writings that you just can't see it anymore. And when it comes to Silas, well, he's on the music spectrum. He composes his own songs on the piano, writes his own lyrics, and even taught himself to beatbox. I hear you participate in a lot of reading contests, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yes. Okay, so what motivates you to want to do that? Do you get, like, cool prizes? Or well, what? it's actually just um, the books. Yeah, we do get cool prizes. Yeah, but it's actually just the books because when you just read, it just takes you to another world and it makes you feel like you're the characters and that you're basically doing what they're doing. It sounds to me that prizes are just not your motivation. Somebody doesn't have to come up to you and tell you to read. You can just do it in your own time. For some of these competitions, like how many books do you have to read when you do Well, them? usually it's 15, yeah, but 15. we usually read like 50, but we just oh write God. down 15, but... <laughs> so you're overachievers. Um, yeah, well, okay, so you said you do get cool prizes. What was the coolest prize you ever won? A book of coupons. It was like maybe 100 that you could use over the summer, and they all had exp- expiration dates, but it was pretty fun to use them. What do you prefer? Do you like books better, or do you like TV or movies? Or I like- super prefer books. If I had to choose through anything, even if the TV or the computer or an iPad was the last thing on earth with me, I would never use it. I'm speechless. <laughs> How come? Sometimes I just know that I I don't want to be that kind of guy who loves video games. I don't want to be the kind of guy who doesn't like the outdoors. I just really like books. I say it's easier to see the story in your head with no uh, with a book with no pictures rather than like just a picture and talking. TV is like a big screen blaring in your face. I really want to give you my phone and have you, like, be my new life coach. How would you convince other kids to be able to love reading the way that you do? Reading can make you travel to another world. You don't just have to see the world. You can make it in your head. Or you could also give them a book or let them choose the book that they want. I would just say give them choices of what you think they'd like. Let's get started with our first book series, Seekers. It's written by many authors under the pseudonym Aaron Hunter. And this series follows four bears on an adventure, an eventual journey to find a place to live away from civilization. And both of you have read this book. So what did you like about it? 
ever since I read the series Seekers, it made me think that I just wanted to save nature because it's all in the perspective of bears. It shows you how much damage we've done to the earth and how they have to go through so many things and even die just because of what we've done. And it just made me think, if I'm just going to stay inside all day and not try to help, then sure, I can do that, but then I'll be a bad person. I want to be a better person to make the world a better place. What did you learn from it? Think before you do, because yeah, with people, they're just chopping down trees and putting them into the river, littering, which is making bears sick, and a lot of other things. So think before you do. Okay, out of one to five stars, how would you rate this book? Five. Such a five. <laughs> Satchel, you read a different book by the same group of authors that wrote Seekers, uh, and it's called Warriors. It's also from an animal's perspective. Can you tell me what you liked or didn't like about this series? Well, from a cat's perspective, they call us two legs because they have four legs. They live in clans, and the people made their houses like in their territory. That kind of messed up where they live. Some of the reviews said that there were too many characters, so it was a little confusing. Did you find the story confusing, or did you understand like how everyone kind of played out? Well, I do understand what's going on, but I agree. They shoot out characters. Suddenly, blah, 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 went over and met blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. It introduces like three characters at a time. Well, for me, I in the Seekers book, it's kind of the same deal. It's like... It doesn't really introduce a character. It just jumps right in. But soon, even though it just jumps in, you'll soon get to know the character and then you know who they are and when they next jump in with the same character. And then through the books, you'll recognize them and it'll be easier to recognize who the characters are. I was noticing there's a lot of animal themes. Yeah, we usually like to read on other perspective books to show what it looks like on their perspective because I do like a person's perspective but normally if I can just think about how an animal thinks that can just make it a lot more interesting. I mean you know how a human thinks like how about I just go and buy some food and get some chips. Well yeah you can do that but on an animal's perspective it's a lot more hard because it's not like they can just go and get the food from a supermarket like we have. They have to actually find the food, hunt it down, and bring it back. It's not an easy life. What would you rate Warriors? I'll give that a five because it's like one of the first stories that got me super absorbed in the story. I was just like, ooh, I can't stop reading this because I couldn't. Our third book is I Will Always Write Back. It's written by Caitlin Alifarenka and Martin Gonda. This is a true story about an American girl named Caitlin who elected from her school's pen pal program to write a boy in Zimbabwe named Martin and the friendship that developed. So what lesson did you learn from this book? She has boyfriend troubles, and now she realizes those aren't even half as much a problem as Martin's, his money problems. I would say don't be selfish and give, don't take. 
I would say no matter how far away you are, you can still have a friend. God, these kids are going to make me cry. It's just so sad, but then it it lightens up and then goes really down and then gets super high and then goes in the middle. After you read it, did you both feel inspired to maybe want to get a pen pal of your own? Yes. Uh, um, We were thinking of this summer going to a pen pal program and being able to do that. I would say that I would like to do Zimbabwe, too. I'll do it to Australia. Oh, yeah, me too, me too, me too. What would you rate this book? (gasps) Five stars automatically. Yeah, five. So why would you give that book an automatic five? I would give that five automatically because it's like such a sweet book. And it's heartwarming. Our fourth book is Upside Down Magic. It's written by Sarah Molnowski, Lauren Miracle, and Emily Jenkins. And it's a school where students are training to transform into these sort of combination creatures. And the magic always goes wonky, always at the worst possible time. Satchel, what did you like about the book? They have a special teacher called Miss Star who teaches them how to control their magic in ways like interpret of dancing and handstands. When they're talking about these combination creatures, what what is that? So there's a girl named Nori. She can t- turn into animals, but eventually she has to turn into mixed-up animals like the skunk elephant, a skunk elephant, and the dritten, a dragon kitten. I would probably be like half house cat and like half walrus. There's a girl named Willa who can make it rain indoors. Wait, why would you want that power? If you're hot indoors (laughs) and there's no air conditioning. I'd be on my couch and I'm like, oh, my television like gets fried and like my couch is all wet. But you can make it rain in a specific area. What was the lesson you learned from this book? Even if you're different, well, different doesn't matter. I was going to say the same thing. How many stars does this one get? Four. I would give it a five, definitely. Four and three quarters. Today I learned that being empathetic to multiple perspectives can go beyond just the person next door. It could be someone living on the other side of the world, animals in the wild, or even the cat sitting on my couch wondering where the heck is dinner. And that seeing everything from a worldly view, same species or not, is going to make this big rock in the universe a much better place to be. Thanks, books. Thank you so much for listening. New episodes of Summer Reading come out each Tuesday through September 19th on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and, well, wherever else you like to listen to your podcasts. Subscribe, rate, review. All of it's a big help. And tell your friends and family about this show. Look, the podcast was built on the idea that kids have a lot to say, and books are a great way to get them to say it. So get reading, get talking. Oh, speaking of which, kids, if you have a favorite book you want to tell us about or the world, um, ask a parent to record your voice for a one-minute review, and we might just play it on the next podcast. Send us a link to the audio file on Dropbox or an equivalent and email it to summerreading at usatoday.com. Summer